Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hey guys, and welcome to the J-Rod Concerts podcast. This is your host, Jamie Rodriguez. And guys, we are mere weeks away from the U.S. election, one of the most important elections of our lifetime. And we are pleased to announce that today's guests, ladies and gentlemen, is a new supergroup. Eddie Spaghetti of the Super Suckers has joined with Frank Meyer of the Streetwalking Cheetahs under the name Spaghetti and Frank. And on the week that would have been Tom Petty's, the late Tom Petty's 70th birthday, they've released a fantastic cover of Tom Petty's 1987 song, Jammin' Me. A wonderful song, underrated, written by Bob Dylan and Mike Campbell. And um, the song addresses the chaotic political climate as the country enters, you know, the final weeks before the election. Uh, I think that um, the song was was a protest song back then in the 80s, in the in 87. And Frank and Eddie have uh, updated the lyrics, made it relevant as a protest song to the current president, the incumbent president running for re-election. So, look, guys, obviously, you know, we, we like to stick to music. We, we don't like to dwell so much into politics. And neither do um, Spaghetti and Frank, quite honestly. But they felt they needed to make a stand. And we stand right beside them. Just make sure your voice is heard this election cycle. Make sure you go. Make sure you go vote. Make sure you vote for the right guy. Now, Jammin' Me, great song. Great rock and roll song in its own. In its own, in its own bones. They did a fantastic job. It's a rocking song. The video is fantastic. We encourage everyone to listen to it right now. And uh, we did some. We did have some uh, slight technical difficulties. So the interview is divided into two parts. First, we have Eddie Spaghetti section, and then we have Frank Meyer. So just join us for both because they're both fascinating. Uh, but uh, other than that, guys, thank you to the new listeners. We welcome you. And this is J Rod Concerts, the podcast with Frank Meyer and Eddie Spaghetti. Listen, so good. How are you doing, Eddie? Good, how are you? Good, good seeing you. How's everything? Uh, it's all right. Good yeah? Good, yeah. good. It's a pleasure having you, Eddie. Um, first of all, gotta, gotta ask you, uh, let me introduce you to my audience first, Eddie. Of course, you're part of the Super Suckers, um, iconic, unique band formed in Arizona. 1988, uh, alt rock, country rock, cow punk, the whole thing, man. You, you guys are very unique, and we welcome you to the show. Thank you, man. Absolutely, brother. First of all, uh, how is your health? How are you feeling? Good. I'm all good. Yeah. Yeah, I kicked cancer's ass. That's great, man. That's great to hear, dude. <laughs> hey, I mean, how was that show of support, Eddie, in 2015? Like, you know, when Jessica penned that moving letter, how, how did that feel? Uh, it was, you know, that was the silver lining to the whole thing was, you know, to get the uh, outpouring of support from everybody and, you know, just to feel how, uh, how much people care about you is, uh, it was kind of like dying without dying, you know, because you got to hear all this, you know, nice things about you. And yeah, it was, it was really, it really kind of got me through the whole thing. Must have been surreal, right? It was totally surreal. Did you hear from ex-girlfriends, ex-everything? Um, 
really <laughs> so much <laughs> but uh I, you know a lot of people came out of the woodwork for sure yeah yeah absolutely it helped to mend it helped to mend a few uh you know broken uh relationship fences for sure so that was nice Okay, that's nice. That's nice. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because recently, of course, Eddie Eddie Van Halen passed away last week, and and uh, we, we, Sammy Hagar reached out to him right before try to mend fences, and they weren't able to. And and Sammy was kind of heartbroken about that. So I'm glad to hear that you that you did do that. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's hard when someone passes away and you have a unresolved tension between them. That recently happened with me and uh, our guitar player, Ranchos Heathman, recently passed away. And, yeah. uh, and him yeah. and I, you know, our last conversation was less than, you know, stellar. And uh, yeah. you know, so I've got, I've got that now to, to yeah. live with forever, which, you know, it's kind of sucks. Absolutely, man. Well, sorry to hear that, Eddie, but super glad that you're, you know, you look great. You look healthy. You kick cancer's ass. Dude, that's awesome. I did. That is yeah, always, thanks, yeah. That's super inspiring, and we all know someone affected by that disease one way or another. So, people like you are always uh, great. Great to hear success yeah. stories. I actually have my last so, uh, follow-up appointment coming up on the twentieth. So, uh, hopefully, it'll be my good. last visit to the hospital. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll celebrate about that for sure, Eddie. Eddie, um, yeah. I gotta tell you, I gotta ask you because you seem so certain about this. Is um, is Trump gonna win again? Oh God, uh, he cannot. <laughs> I don't. I actually don't think he will. And I think if he does, that it will be fixed somehow. You know that there's there's no way that there's that many people in the nation that would support him. I, I can't believe even people who voted for him the first time. You know when he got elected president, I wasn't. You know I wasn't a fan of that. I didn't think that was a good thing for the country at all. But. I, you know, I had hope at least, you know, I was like, okay, he's not a, he's not a politician. He's from the outside, yeah. you know, right, maybe right. something, maybe something awesome could happen from it, but it's been, <laughs> I mean, it's been stuff has happened, <laughs> just not awesome. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh man. Well, listen, yeah. Cause obviously your new, your new cover of jamming me, uh, which is fantastic, but you seem so certain about it. It was a, such a great song and you kick ass in it, uh, you know, along with, uh, Frank, but, um, got me nervous because it's like, holy shit, I gotta, I gotta ask Eddie, man, like, what's your contingency plan? Like, holy fuck. Like, you know, cause, but yeah, it's a great song, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be one of those guys that's gonna say, I'm gonna leave the country if he gets elected again, you know? You're not going to I, Canada. I okay. I won't go to Canada. I won't go to Europe, you know, I'll, I'll sit here and suffer through it. You know, I just, I miss the days when, you know, I didn't have to care about what the, who the president was, you know, like, when I could just be a, you know, a stupid rock and roller and not have to worry about this sort of shit anymore. Yeah. And I miss that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't, I don't, I don't think that Joe Biden is, you know, going to be the greatest president we've ever seen, but man, I would vote for a loaf of bread right now. Right. Over Donald Trump. No, so. you're right. You're right. You're right. It's, it's and it's, it's not a, it's not about, you know, it's like I, I read somewhere, somebody said, it's not, it's not marriage. You're not picking your life partner here. It's more like public transit. You're just getting on the bus. It's going to take you closest to home. It's true. And you'll walk the rest of the way there. You know, it's not, right. it's not that big a deal. So. Right. Except this public transport is like a drunk Uber driver, you know, just going the wrong way on the highway or some shit, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> anyway, but enough politics. I think uh, enough about that, uh, you know, elections coming up and we hope for the best. But let's talk about the song, Eddie. Um, great tune. 
released in 1987, and it's not one of Tom Petty's, you know, most famous songs, if you will. It's not Wildflowers. He's not learning to fly, but it's just as powerful. Uh, co-written by Bob Dylan and Mike Campbell. Um, tell me, first of all, the idea, like, like, where does this inspiration to use this song came from? Uh, well, Frank actually came to me with the idea, let's, you know, let's do a Tom Petty song. And he had a couple in mind and uh, we both liked this song a lot, but I just yeah. kind of felt like the lyrics, you know, always kind of bothered me. Like it sounded like he was, you know, dissing Eddie Murphy and, and Joe Piscopo and Redgrave and Joe Piscopo. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I get kind of making fun of Joe Piscopo, but you know, what did Eddie Murphy ever do wrong? I, I, for, for my money, Eddie Murphy is one of the greatest comedians yeah. of all time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just felt like the, the lyrics needed a little, a little updating. So once, once we took care of that, I was totally on board. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and when you when you say you took care of that, I think it's, you know, you picked, uh, you know, Paris Hilton, the Kardashians, Bill Cosby. Um, you know. Yeah, much more dis obviously despicable pop culture personalities right. in our version than, than, you know, I felt like it was kind of vague. Why, why pick on poor Joe Piscopo? What's he up to now? You know, he's just in his weight room working out somewhere. He's just, he's not being funny. Yeah. <laughs> but is that part of the, of the magic of the song, Eddie? You know, the fact that you're talking about Paris Hilton and then two lines later, you're talking about North Korea, like serious shit. You know, is that part of the beauty of it? Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, it's, it's fun to be able to sh shift gears like that and, you know, throw those similar sort of images next to each other. You know, one is despicable in its own way and the other is, you know, despicable in another but they're equally, you know, they both have one thing in common. They're no good <laughs> for anybody. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. And, of course, the video is actually really good. And I thought that you and Jason Baldass, uh, by the way, Jason Baldass, good director. He, he's done commercials for the Super Bowl, for Papa John's. He's, he's got a really wide-range palette. Um, you guys captured it really well. I just like the sense of chaos but like a pretty chaos if you will it's just like it you know it's it's a beautiful chaos if that makes any sense uh what was right. the idea behind the video well the idea was basically just to to uh, ape the video that tom petty made for it you know yeah. only with uh with new you know modern current imagery and uh you know and just you know kind of be a goofy thing of our own as well and you know the whole premise of the song is basically you know against our better judgment is to you know make a statement about you know how you gotta vote you gotta get off your ass this year and get off your because, ass, yeah. you know if if you don't you know yeah it's, it's just it's, it's a super are. important electric election so yeah uh, yeah and i and i'm and i'm not the most political guy in the in the room ever, um, right? But you know, we just felt like it was time to make a stand about something. Good, good, good. That's cool. That's cool that you guys did that. Um, Eddie, I have to ask you about a seminal moment. You know, of the past decade, just in in rock history, man. And you probably get asked about this every day, so apologies, but like my audience was gonna eat this up, uh, and that's of course the performance with Eddie Better. You know, um, I mean that's music lore basically at this point. Do you mind just kind of telling us how it came about and, uh, you know, a little, maybe a little detailed, uh, unheard of about that magical night? Uh, well, the, I believe in miracles thing. Yeah. Um, it was, a it was a really cool thing. Um, I, we were on tour and I had been diagnosed with cancer and we just, 
revealed that I was about to get off the road and, and have all these, you know, procedures and surgeries and whatnot to uh, take care of it. And um, Eddie reached out to us and he said, well, you know, your last show is going to be up here in Seattle. You guys mind if I come out and, and hang out and maybe we can do a song together. And we're like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, we we know we had known Eddie for a, a while since yeah. uh, we had, we had we had toured with Pearl Jam uh, a few years before, cool. and uh, you know, and also we had recorded uh, a couple of X covers with him. And uh, a little known fact about Eddie Vedder is he's an excellent ping pong player. He is, and, and I'm pretty good, and uh, he's a little bit better than I am at it, which was very disappointing for me to uh, to discover. I could not beat the fucker in ping pong, <laughs> but uh, he's a uh, he's a super cool guy and really nice, and uh, just a, a good friend of the band. And he came out and did that song with us, and um, he actually steered me to the city of Hope, which is where I uh, wound up getting my cancer treatment, and uh, I. Uh, he totally turned me into a, a direction that I had, wasn't even thinking of before. I was just kind of thinking like, I just got to get this cancer out of me and get back on the road and get, you know, get back with my life again. And I wasn't willing to make it this big interruption in my life like it needed to be um, in order to get it done right. And he's like, you got to really think about this because it's, you know, it was in my throat and my aunt's where my voice is. And, yeah. You know, you can wind up with no, with the inability to talk or much less sing after this, you know? So it was thanks to him that I went to these, you know, this certain specialist who, who uh, steered me to the city of hope. And, and uh, it was just a, he was, he was really, really helpful. And uh, I have, you know, so much respect and gratitude towards him. Oh, man, that's spectacular. Eddie, it's something you said there, just um, tell me a little bit about your focus, right? It seems like you had a certainty. Am I wrong? You had a certainty, like, I'm going to beat this fucker, right? Or, or did, like, you always had this, this certainty. Um, yeah, man, like, do you mind telling us about, about, like, the role that happened? Because when you hear, that seems to be a pattern, when you hear of people overcoming big obstacles and with this pandemic, people are going through shit. And it's like, man, like, it's the, 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 the mental muscle matters, doesn't it? It does. And, and I felt like, you know, I never, I never felt like I was going to die. Um, there was a time where, you know, I, when it kind of hit me of how serious it was and how, how I'm going to have to take a lot more time off than I had planned on. You know, yeah. it was almost a year before I was able to, to work again. So, you know, it was, I, I thought maybe, you know, I'll take a couple of weeks. We'll take this, we'll get this little, I have this little bump on my neck and we'll just take out the bump and then I'll be all good and we'll go again. Right. And, uh, you know, so I was really reluctant to uh, pull the plug on the, all the shows that we had booked at the time. And, you know, and it was similar to this whole pandemic thing. We were out on tour in Europe when it was starting. And, uh, you know, the shows were starting to get canceled and we just kind of refused to stop. And we were just, you know, we got so deep into Europe that we almost didn't get out because we were, we were way down in like Hungary or something like that. When were it, you like when in the middle final. of a tour? Yeah, we were in the middle of a tour when, when okay. everything, when everything when, stopped. Yeah, it was like March 10th or something like that when we realized, okay, this is not going to happen now and we're going to have yeah. to call we're going to have to finally can't we were really reluctant you know we held on as long as we could and right you know we're on the phone with the clubs like are people going to come to the club okay if they're going to come then we're going to be there you know we were super adamant about keeping on the road and then we just realized that it was 
not a good idea. And, and now, you know. Yeah. It's funny. Everyone remembers March 10th, March 9th, like a Monday, Tuesday, right? Because it seems like that Monday or Tuesday, just the fucking rug got pulled out from everyone. Um, yeah, yeah. But did. yeah, man, absolutely. So how, how was your voice feeling in the middle of that tour? How, like, how were you singing? On the tour where... Yeah, the Hungary one. From this year. No, oh, this year. This year. Oh, you're feeling really great? good. My, my, my voice, it, it's, it's actually, it seems like it's a lot better than it was before I got the cancer. Like I'm able to hit higher notes. And uh, I think it's because I, awesome. I don't, I, I don't have both my tonsils anymore. Maybe there's more room in there. I don't know. Oh, that's what, epic, man. What the secret is, but it's a, I feel like it's a lot easier for me to sing than it was before. So oh my God, that's amazing. It's been, a, it's been a good thing, I guess. Cause I was going to tell you maybe this break, you know, it, it's, it will allow you to like extra heal, but it yeah, seems like you can I mean, already heal. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of good things about this, this break, I suppose, you know, I, I've never been home this long, you know, since 1992. Right. This is the longest time I've ever been home. So, uh, yeah. you know, and it's been nice to be home with my kids and, and my yeah. family and that sort of stuff. You know, it's just, you, know, you worry about paying the bills. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, the industry is definitely hurting, but, uh, but yeah, and, and speaking of that, um, you know, you guys released this single. Uh, are you guys playing live streams? Like, are you guys like, uh, are you guys doing, you know, are you, you know, artists are being resourceful. Are you guys doing anything special? I am. I have been doing lots of every day, like pretty much I'll do something. I'll, I've been doing all these stories behind the songs where I'll play a song from the catalog of yeah. songs I've made up. You know, I've, and I've, apparently I've got a lot of songs because I haven't had to repeat many of them yet. And I, and I'm still going. So, uh, yeah, your discography is rich. Absolutely. I've, yeah. I think I've done like a hundred and over 110 of them so far and, uh, nice. I haven't had to double up. So, uh, you know, that's, that's been a, it's been kind of cool to go through the catalog and, and listen and, and see, you know, and then I tell a little story about it, you know, how I came up with the song and, you know, what happened if there's a, you know, an interesting story involved with it and, you know, just try to get people to hit the tip jar. You know, I put up my Venmo and my PayPal information and yeah, just hope for the kindness of strangers. What's the, um, what's the website, Eddie? Just shoot it out. Your username. Uh, spaghetti six, six, six. Okay. Um, at Instagram and uh, I'm Eddie spaghetti on Facebook. So I love it. They go up on, they go up on the Instagram and the Facebook and uh I also do like these handwritten lyrics where I'll, uh, I'll charge people like 50 bucks and I'll write down one of my songs on a piece of paper for them. I'll get out my fancy pen and, you know, write out That's the lyrics great. to whatever song they want to hear and or they want to have. And they can, it's suitable for framing. That's great. That's great, Eddie. Well, listen, man, you look amazing. Uh, you look in good spirits. You look healthy. You look super healthy. You look at peace. You know, you look chill. So, <laughs> you know, we see your family behind you. They look happy. You know, it's, in, it's yeah, it's like your, your home. Daddy's home. That's great. We're yeah. glad to, we're glad to right. see that. And, and uh, I'm sure next year, probably, probably middle of next year, I was told today, uh, you, maybe we'll start seeing some real road action finally. And, and you'll be back in your elements, man. And, and this will be a blessing. I well, hope so. Yeah. I mean, would, you know, we hope that people, that it comes a time where people are willing to cram too many people in too small a place once again. And that's kind of what we need to have happen in order to- Yeah, you know, yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that because, um, you know, Europe, I mean, Europe just had like a second wave. So this is a little old, like last week, 
but right before the second wave, they were opening some places with limited capacity. And the surprise was that the tickets were not selling as well as they thought, and because some people are scared. Right, yeah. I mean, we could easily book shows and go try to do them, but, you know, to nobody. Yeah. Uh, and, and it just seems reckless and, and, uh, yeah. and not, not cool to, to be that band. We don't want to be that band out there trying to make people come in and put themselves in danger. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to look like um, Smash Mouth looked a few weeks ago. Right. Which exactly. was not a good look. Not a good look. No. Right? Yeah. And it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna haunt them for a while. So yeah. we definitely don't want to be like that. Oh man, Eddie, you've said it all, dude. You've said it all. We appreciated your talk. It was inspiring. You know, keep keep up keep it up, man. We're thanks thanks for coming to the show, inspiring our audience, and uh, yeah, man, you're welcome anytime. Right on. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate Absolutely, it, brother. Take care. All right, you too. Hey. Hey, man. Sorry I'm late. I totally spaced. Listen, so good. How you doing, Eddie? Good. How are you? Good. Good seeing you. How's everything? Uh, it's all right. You're yeah? In there. Good. Yeah. Good. It's a pleasure having you, Eddie. Um, first of all, gotta, gotta ask you, uh, let me introduce you to my audience first, Eddie. Of course, you're part of the Super Suckers. Um, iconic, unique band formed in Arizona, 1988. Uh, Alt-rock, country, rock, cow punk, the whole thing, man. You, you guys are very unique, and we welcome you to the show. Thank you, man. Absolutely, brother. First of all, uh, how is your health? How are you feeling? Good. I'm all good. Yeah? Yeah, I kicked cancer's ass. That's great, man. That's great to hear, dude. <laughs> hey, I mean, how was that show of support, Eddie, in 2015? Like, you know, when Jessica penned that moving letter, how, how did that feel? Uh, it was, you know, that was the silver lining to the whole thing was, you know, to get the... Uh, outpouring of support from everybody and you know just to feel how uh, how much people care about you is uh, it was kind of like dying without dying you know because you got to hear all this you know nice things about you and yeah it was it was really it really kind of got me through the whole thing must have been surreal right it was totally surreal did you hear from ex-girlfriends ex-everything um Really? So, so much? <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, a lot of people came out of the woodwork for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It helped amend, it helped amend a few, uh, you know, broken uh, relationship fences for sure. So that was nice. Okay. That's nice. That's nice. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because recently, of course, Eddie, Eddie Van Halen passed away last week and, and uh, Sammy Hagar reached out to him right before try to mend fences and they weren't able to. And, and Sammy was kind of, heartbroken about that so i'm glad to hear that you that you did do that you know yeah yeah it's uh, it's hard when someone passes away and you have a unresolved tension between them that recently happened with me and uh our guitar player rancho seafman recently passed away and, yeah. uh, and him yeah. and i you know our last conversation was less than you know stellar and uh yeah. you know, so i've got i've got that now to, to yeah. live with forever, which, you know, it's kind of sucks. Absolutely, man. Well, sorry to hear that, Eddie, but super glad that you're, you know, you look great, you look healthy, you kick cancer's ass. Dude, that's awesome. I did. That is yeah, always, yeah, that's super inspiring, and we all know someone affected by that disease one way or another, so people like you are always uh, great, great to hear success yeah. stories. <laughs> I actually have my last so, uh, follow-up appointment coming up on the 20th, so uh, hopefully it'll be my good. last visit to the hospital. 
Hopefully, hopefully. We'll celebrate about that for sure, Eddie. Eddie, um, I got to tell you, I got to ask you, because you seem so certain about this. Is, um, is Trump going to win again? Oh, God. Uh, he cannot. <laughs> I, don't, I actually don't think he will. And I think if he does, that it will be fixed somehow. You know, that there's, there's no way that there's that many people in the nation that would support him. I, I can't believe even people who voted for him the first time. You know, when he got elected president, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't a fan of that. I didn't think that was a good thing for the country at all. But, I, you know, I had hope at least, you know, I was like, okay, he's not a, he's not a politician. He's from the outside, yeah. you know, right, maybe right. something, maybe something awesome could happen from it. But it's been, <laughs> I mean, it's been stuff has happened, <laughs> just not awesome. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. Well, listen, yeah, because obviously your new your new cover of Jamming Me, uh, which is fantastic, but you seem so certain about it. It's a, such a great song and you kick ass in it, uh, you know, along with uh, Frank. But um, got me nervous because it's like, holy shit, I gotta I gotta ask Eddie, man, like, what's your contingency plan? Like, holy fuck. Like, <laughs> you know, because but yeah, it's a great <laughs> song, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be one of those guys that's gonna say I'm gonna leave the country if he gets elected again. You know, you're not going to I, Canada. I okay. I won't go to Canada. I won't go to Europe. You know, I'll I'll sit here and suffer through it. You know, I just I miss the days when you know I didn't have to care about what the, who the president was. You know, like when I could just be a you know a stupid rock and roller and not have to worry about this sort of shit anymore. Yeah, and I miss that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't, I, don't, I don't think that Joe Biden is, you know, going to be the greatest president we've ever seen. But, man, I would vote for a loaf of bread right now right. over Donald Trump. No, so you're right. You're right. You're right. It's, and it's, it's, not a, it's not about, you know, it's like I, I read somewhere somebody said, it's not, it's not marriage. You're not picking your life partner here. It's more like public transit. You're just getting on the bus. It's going to take you closest to home. It's true. And you'll walk the rest of the way there. You know, it's not right. it's not that big a deal. So right. Except this public transport is like a drunk Uber driver, you know, just going the wrong way on the highway or some shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, but enough politics. I think uh, enough about that uh, you know elections coming up and we hope for the best. But let's talk about the song Eddie. Um great tune released in nineteen eighty seven and it's not one of Tom Petty's you know, most famous songs, if you will. It's not Wildflowers. He's not learning to fly, but it's just as powerful. Uh, Co-written by Bob Dylan and Mike Campbell. Um, tell me, first of all, the idea, like, like where does this inspiration to use this song came from? Uh, well, Frank actually came to me with the idea, let's, you know, let's do a Tom Petty song. And he had a couple in mind. And uh, we both liked this song a lot, but I just yeah. kind of felt like the lyrics, you know, always kind of bothered me. Like, it sounded like he was, you know, dissing Eddie Murphy and, and Joe Piscopo, and Redgrave, and Joe Piscopo. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I get kind of making fun of Joe Piscopo, but you know, what did Eddie Murphy ever do wrong? I, I, for for my money, Eddie Murphy is one of the greatest comedians yeah. of all time. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just felt <laughs> like the the lyrics needed a little a little updating. So once once we took care of that, I was totally on board. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and when you when you say you took care of that, I think it's, you know, you picked, uh, you know, Paris Hilton, the Kardashians, Bill Cosby, um, you know, yeah, much more dis obviously despicable pop culture personalities right. in our version than than, you know, I felt like it was kind of vague. Why, why pick on poor Joe Piscopo? What's he up to now? You know, he's just in his weight room working out somewhere. He's just he's not being funny. Yeah. <laughs> 
but is that part of the of the magic of the song eddie you know the fact that you're talking about paris hilton and then two lines later you're talking about north korea like serious shit you know is that part of the beauty of it yeah i mean and, and you know it's it's fun to be able to sh shift gears like that and you know throw those similar sort of images next to each other you know one is despicable in its own way and the other is you know despicable in another but they're equally, you know, they both have one thing in common. They're no good <laughs> for anybody. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. And of course, the video is actually really good. And I thought that you and Jason Baldass, uh, by the way, Jason Baldass, good director. He, he's done commercials for the Super Bowl, for Papa John's. He's, he's got a really wide range palette. Um, you guys captured it really well. I just like the sense of chaos but like a pretty chaos if you will it's just like it you know it's it's a beautiful chaos if that makes any sense uh what was right. the idea behind the video well the idea was basically just to to um uh, ape the video that tom petty made for it you know yeah. only with uh with new you know modern current imagery and uh you know and just you know kind of be a goofy thing of our own as well and you know the whole premise of the song is basically you know against our better judgment is to you know make a statement about you know how you got to vote you got to get off your ass this year and get off your because, ass yeah you know if if you don't you know yeah it's just it's, it's, it's a super cool. important electric election so yeah uh, yeah and i and i'm and i'm not the most political guy in the in the room ever um, right but you know we just felt like it was time to make a stand about something good 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 that's cool that's cool that you guys did that um eddie i have to ask you about a seminal moment you know of the past decade just in in rock history man and you probably get asked about this every day so apologies but like my audience was gonna eat this up uh and that's of course the performance with eddie better you know um i mean that's music lore basically at this point do you mind just kind of telling us how it came about and uh you know a little maybe a little detailed uh unheard of about that magical night uh well the i believe in miracles thing yeah. um it was a it was a really cool thing um i we were on tour and i had been diagnosed with cancer and we just revealed that i was about to get off the road and, and have all these you know procedures and surgeries and whatnot to uh, take care of it and um Eddie reached out to us and he said, well, you know, your last show is going to be up here in Seattle. You guys mind if I come out and, and hang out and maybe we can do a song together. And we're like, <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> we, we know we had known Eddie for a, a while since yeah. uh, we, we had, we had toured with Pearl Jam uh, a few years before. Cool. And, uh, you know, and also we had recorded uh, a couple of X covers with him. And uh, a little known fact about Eddie Vedder is he's an excellent ping pong player. He is. And, and I'm pretty good. And uh, he's a little bit better than I am at it, which was very disappointing for me to, uh, to discover. I could not beat the fucker in ping pong. <laughs> but uh, he's, uh, he's a super cool guy and really nice and uh, just a, a good friend of the band. And he came out and did that song with us. And um, he actually steered me to the City of Hope, which is where I... Uh, wound up getting my cancer treatment and uh i uh he totally turned me into a, a direction that i had wouldn't even thinking of before i was just kind of thinking like i just got to get this cancer out of me and get back on the road and get you know get back with my life again and i wasn't willing to make it as big interruption in my life like it needed to be um 
in order to get it done right. And he's like, you got to really think about this because it's, you know, it was in my throat and my aunt's where my voice is. And, yeah. You know, you can wind up with no, with the inability to talk or much less sing after this, you know? So it was thanks to him that I went to these, you know, this certain specialist who, who uh, steered me to the city of hope. And, and uh, it was just a, he was, he was really, really helpful. And uh, I have, you know, so much respect and gratitude towards him. Oh, man, that's spectacular. Eddie, it's something you said there, just um, tell me a little bit about your focus, right? It seems like you had that certainty. Am I wrong? You had a certainty, like, I'm going to beat this fucker, right? Or, or did, like, you always had this, this certainty. Um, yeah, man, like, do you mind telling us about, about, like, the role that happened? Because when you hear, that seems to be a pattern, when you hear of people overcoming big obstacles and with this pandemic, people are going through shit. And it's like, man, like, it's the, 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 the mental muscle matters, doesn't it? It does. And, and I felt like, you know, I never, I never felt like I was going to die. Um, there was a time where, you know, I, when it kind of hit me of how serious it was and how, I'm going to have to take a lot more time off than I had planned on. You know, yeah. it was almost a year before I was able to to work again. So, you know, it was, I, I thought maybe, you know, I'll take a couple of weeks. We'll take this, we'll get this little, I have this little bump on my neck and we'll just take out the bump and then I'll be all good and we'll go again. Right. And, uh, you know, so I was really reluctant to uh, pull the plug on the, all the shows that we had booked at the time. And, you know, and it was similar to this whole pandemic thing. We were out on tour in Europe when it was starting. And, uh, you know, the shows were starting to get canceled and we just kind of refused to stop. And we were just, you know, we got so deep into Europe that we almost didn't get out because we were we were way down in like Hungary or something like that. When were you it, like when in the middle of a tour? Yeah, we were in the middle of a tour when, when okay. everything... When everything when, stopped. Yeah, it was like March... 10th or something like that when we realized okay this is not going to happen now and we're going to have yeah. to call we're going to have to finally can't we were really reluctant you know we held on as long as we could and, right you know we're on the phone with the clubs like are people going to come to the club okay if they're going to come then we're going to be there you know we were super adamant about keeping on the road and then we just realized that it was not a good idea and now you know yeah It's funny, everyone remembers March 10th, March 9th, like a Monday, Tuesday, right? Because it seems like that Monday or Tuesday, just the fucking rug got pulled up from everyone. Um, yeah, yeah. But did. yeah, man, absolutely. So how, how was your voice feeling in the middle of that tour? How, like, how were you singing? On the tour where... Yeah, the Hungary one, from this year. No, oh, this year, this year. Oh, you were feeling really great? good my, my my voice it it's it's actually it seems like it's a lot better than it was before i got the cancer like i'm able to hit higher notes and uh, i think it's because i awesome. i don't i i don't have both my tonsils anymore maybe there's more room in there i don't know oh, that's what, epic man what the secret is but it's a i feel like it's a lot easier for me to sing than it was before so oh my god that's amazing it's been, a, it's been a good thing i guess because i was going to tell you maybe this break you know, it, it's, it will allow you to like extra heal, but it yeah, seems like you had I mean, already healed. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of good things about this, this break, I suppose, you know, I, I've never been home this long, you know, since 1992. Right. This is the longest time I've ever been home. So, uh, yeah. you know, and it's been nice to be home with my kids and, and my family yeah. and that sort of stuff. You know, it's just, you, you worry about paying the bills. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, the industry is definitely hurting, but, uh, 
but yeah and, and speaking of that um you know you guys released this single uh, are you guys playing live streams like are you guys like uh, are you guys doing you know are you you know artists are being resourceful are you guys doing anything special i am i have been doing lots of every day like pretty much i'll do something i'll I've been doing all these stories behind the songs where I'll play a song from the catalog of yeah. songs I've made up, you know, I've, and I've, apparently I've got a lot of songs because I haven't had to repeat many of them yet. And I, and I'm still going. So, uh, yeah, your discography is rich. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I've done like a hundred and over 110 of them so far and uh, nice. I haven't had to double up. So, uh, you know, that's, that's been a, it's been kind of cool to go through the catalog and, and listen and, and see, you know, and then I tell a little story about it, you know, how I came up with the song and, you know, what happened if there's, a, you know, an interesting story involved with it. And, you know, just try to get people to hit the tip jar. You know, I put up my Venmo and my PayPal information and yeah, just hope for the kindness of strangers. What's the, um, what's the website, Eddie? Just shoot it out. Your username. Uh, Spaghetti666. Okay. Um, at Instagram and uh, I'm Eddie Spaghetti on Facebook. So I love it. They go up on they go up on the Instagram and the Facebook, and uh, I also do like these handwritten lyrics where I'll uh, I'll charge people like fifty bucks, and I'll write down one of my songs on a piece of paper for them. I'll get out my fancy pen and you know write out That's the lyrics great. to whatever song they want to hear and or they want to have, and they can, it's suitable for framing. That's great. That's great, Eddie. Well, listen, man, you look amazing. Uh, you look in good spirits. You look healthy. You look super healthy. You look at peace. You know, you look chill. So, <laughs> you know, we, we see your family behind you. They look happy. You know, it's, in, it's yeah, it's like your, your home. Daddy's home. That's great. We're yeah. glad to, we're glad to right. see that. And, and uh, I'm sure next year, probably, probably middle of next year, I was told today, uh, you, maybe we'll start seeing some real road action finally. And, and you'll be back in your elements, man. And, and this will be a blessing. I well, hope so. Yeah. I mean, would, you know, we hope that people that it comes a time where people are willing to cram too many people in too small a place once again. And that's kind of what we need to have happen. in order. To yeah. You like know, that. yeah. it's interesting. You mentioned that because, um, you know, Europe, I mean, Europe just had like a second wave. So this is a little old, like last week. Uh, but right before the second wave, they were opening some places with limited capacity. And the surprise was that the tickets were not selling as well as they thought, and because some people are scared. Right. Yeah. I mean, we could easily book shows and go try to do them, but you know, to nobody. Yeah. And, and it just seems reckless and and uh, yeah. and not not cool to to be that band. We don't want to be that band out there trying to make people come in and put themselves in danger. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to look like um, Smash Mouth looked a few weeks ago. Right. Which exactly. was not a good look. Not a good look. No. Right? Yeah. And it's gonna it's gonna haunt them for a while. So <laughs> yeah. we definitely don't want to be like that. Oh man, Eddie, you said it all, dude. You said it all. We appreciated your talk. It was inspiring. You know, keep keep up keep it up, man. We're thanks thanks for coming to the show, inspiring our audience. And uh, yeah, man, you're welcome anytime. Right on. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate Absolutely, it, brother. Take care. All right, you too.